Good morning, Kyle. Darbycast Wildcard Friday. Kyle's cutting it close. It's approaching noon, and if you say good morning to somebody after lunchtime, that's a mistake. But you made it, Kyle. I've already been up for hours. We know this. If you're uh, newer to the podcast, chances are you came from a TikTok live stream where I throw the frisbee uh, to Kyle's former dog for anywhere between an hour and two hours, all while telling amazing stories. They're almost too captivating. That's uh, some of the feedback that I've received. Like, hey, cool it with these stories. They're a little too engaging. I'm trying to get on with my day, but you're talking about militant mermaids, uh, Chilean ghosts, people, not the peppers. Oh, yeah. There was a lady on the dog walk. She's been showing up quite frequently. She's an NPC. We all know what that means. Not player controlled. Has limited dialogue options. And she has thus far said a couple really key comments to me as I've been live streaming. And I let her know I'm live streaming, but that doesn't stop her from entering the chat a little bit. A whole lot, actually. Let's take a quick little time out. If you're new, you might want to leave. Even if you've had a good time on the live streams on TikTok, this show is a couple cuts deeper in the excellence department, and you have to self-assess, right? And be like, am I good, am I great, or am I cut from a cloth that's so rare that only a select few people on the planet are in that echelon. You could be one of those people, and if you are, I say, bienvenido, welcome. But let's get back to Chilean ghosts. So I was chatting with this NPC. Let's do kind of a reverse commute on Chilean ghosts because that's pretty much as good as it gets out of an NPC limited dialogue tree. That's an advanced thing for an NPC to say. Some NPC who's like, I like diversity. I like equity. I like inclusion. You know what I'm talking about. One of those um, political NPCs, the ones that are a disaster to have a conversation with because they just spout media talking points to you. But this was just a regular NPC. She doesn't have like interests in politics as far as I can tell. But I ran into her earlier in the week, and some of her first comments to me were, your dog is fast because she has long legs. And she said it in that odd cadence that I just did, where something wasn't quite right about it. Like you could tell that her soul was not really there. Like if we kind of did an autopsy, there'd be no evidence of, like a real spirit anywhere. And some of you right now are probably asking yourselves, is there such thing as uh, physical remnants of a spirit? And I'll say, I don't know, but you get what I'm saying. She's a fucking robot. But she pivoted really hard after that, your dog has long legs and she's fast comment. She went directly into brick and mortar stores are struggling as of late, Amazon. And I was just like, Lady, what the hell is happening right now? Because I can't riff off of this, and I can get down on many a conversation, but you are leaving me no wiggle room. I want you to ask a good question, but we all know something about NPCs, whether they're 
curious about politics or the length of dogs' legs in that good questions are not part of their operating system, typically. You have to have a soul to ask good questions. In fact, one of the highest compliments that you can give or receive is, wow, that's a really great question. Do you mind if I take my time to answer that? Because I don't have an answer pre-formulated. This isn't small talk. In fact, it's huge. If somebody ever says that to you, you're going to want to keep that person around because they could become one of your best friends. But this NPC, I got the sense that she could have started talking about bonus dungeons and side quests. Just be like, there are werewolves attacking a town just up in the northeast. Haven's Wallow. And then maybe get into something like, if you're struggling in combat, try using a potion. I hear the fighters guilds looking for new heroes. Have you ever been to the mages guild? I don't like magic. The day that she starts dropping comments like these, I guess I'll kind of be thrilled, right, Kyle? Why am I saying right, Kyle? You don't go on these dog walks. I'm up at 4.30 every morning, get a bunch of work done, and then I'm live streaming by 6.37 a.m. Pacific. Kyle, we're recording this episode midday. What do you do for most of the day? Like, it's... Your absence makes me think that you're into hardcore drugs sometimes. I mean, I know you're not, or do I? Check that. Boom. Gotcha, Kyle. Like, accountability, buddy. Here I am. But this NPC today, we were having a chat, and she had a Frisbee. She brought a Frisbee. I'm throwing the Frisbee for the dog, and bless her heart, she was trying to emulate somebody who has a soul, right, Kyle? And she had this Bush League Frisbee. And I was like, hey, nice Frisbee. And she's like, I got it on the internet. I'm like, yeah, that's where a lot of things come from uh, these days. Didn't you tell me brick and mortar stores were struggling? And then dot, 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 Amazon. Was that a comment you made? She's like, I don't know. Like, Oh, boy. Okay. Um, Nice Frisbee. And she's like, they don't make Frisbees like they used to. I'm like, what? Like, where is this going? This is a dialogue tree that I've never had with anybody. Like, NPC, color me surprised, right? So she's like, yeah, they changed the materials and where it's made. And I'm like, this could get racial. And I'm here for it. She's like, yeah, they make them in Bangladesh now. I'm like, I thought they always made cheap Frisbees in Bangladesh. But maybe it was Myanmar, maybe it was Laos, Cambodia. I'm saying all these things out loud, and she just spouts back to me, Vietnam! And I'm like, wow, glad there aren't other people around. But all of this was being live-streamed, mind you. And the audience could hear everything that was going on. I think we had like 50 or 60 people on board at the time. And we had heroes who were just laughing, and they were like, what is going on? But then it got even better because NPC Debbie, that's what we're calling her. Some people voted for NPC Karen, but Karen's way too overused. So NPC Debbie, out of nowhere, she just went into a new dialogue tree. And I hope you know what I mean when I say a dialogue tree. It's like first prompt, these are the responses that you could typically give. 
and then she's going to follow suit as she's programmed. This is like the entire basis for the 1980, I think it came out in 1980, Kyle, check that, movie Blade Runner with Harrison Ford with replicants, skin jobs, where they're robots, but they look like people and they don't have souls and they're low ethics. But back to the conversation, right? Kyle, completely unprompted like any NPC typically speaks. Like you just move past them and they're like, meet me at the Dragon's Fire Tavern at midnight tomorrow and we'll see what's underneath the ale hall. But she said, there's been a lot of break-ins lately. I'm like, okay, pray tell. She said, Chileans. I said, what? She said, Chilean thieves. And I'd never heard anything like this, right? Like in the immigration conversation, you hear about Mexicans, Venezuelans, people coming in from Somalia. Nobody's super fired up about the immigration whodunit going on right now in the country. Imagine being the kind of bozo, the kind of NPC that's still on the wavelength of the powers that be. And they're like, yeah, diversity makes us stronger. The more different we are, and if we can't communicate in the same language and have radically different values, that makes a society unbreakable. There are people out in the world who believe that, by the way. It's amazing, right? They wake up in the morning, they're like, I hate white people, and now I'm going to go do tech support. Ah, the NPCs of the United States. Fantastic people. So the Martha's Vineyard whodunit, we can just pivot and talk about that for a second. That was like a lose-lose style situation. Ron DeSantis flew some Venezuelans up to Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard, quite nice. I've been there. It's like 90% Caucasian, mixed European descent. And that sent liberals into like a full crisis mode. They fucking lost it if we're being forthright with one another. But they tried to keep the optics game strong. And I guess it was a pretty cagey, uh, clever political move by Ron DeSantis. However, in a sane society, those people would have been sent packing. Like, yeah, the direction you're looking for, the direction you're headed, it's right back the way you came. Thanks for coming. But you can't. Um, you crossing the border is a felony. The fact that we're bussing and flying people around the country as weird political gotcha moments should tell you the state of uh, the United States political outlook. It's a mess and nothing's going to get better. And this goes back to something that we've known for years is that voting's a joke. Unfortunately, the voting process might be executed with bullets sooner rather than later. I'm not rooting for that. Let me just shoot my hand up and say that sounds pretty gnarly, but that's what happens when you disenfranchise the native population and uh, make them feel like garbage about their entire way of life. You're like, oh, you're Christian? Oh, screw you. Jesus said somewhere in the Bible to be compassionate or something. So like, here's three million illegal immigrants at your border and you better take them in or else you're not Christian. The nerve these people have 
to try to weaponize the language of the Bible to fit the globalist agenda. They're not bad at it, right? They know the key catchphrases. Be like, yeah, we're going to cornhole you every day, and then we're going to say, turn the other cheek, and if you don't do it, you're a bad Christian. And some people fall for that. They're like, oh, gosh, I wouldn't want to be called a bad Christian by a non-Christian who's like a Satanist. That wouldn't feel right. It's like, come on, let's get realigned. But immigration's a mess, and there are probably about 50 million-plus people that could be deported should be deported, some might say. Am I one of those people? I don't know. You tell me. Are you one of those people? You're going to have to think about that. School system's kind of failing. Kids are having a major identity crisis. There's teachers in Canada showing up with Z-cup prosthetic tits with hard nipples, trying to teach woodshop. Things are out of hand right now. And I think we all... uh We know that. But now, let's do a reverse commute on all of what I just said and go straight back to Chilean ghosts. So this lady was talking about Chilean thieves who have not been on anyone's radar. Other South Americans have been taking the bulk of people's attention. And I think the Chilean thieves know it. And that's why they're doing break-ins. But Debbie NPC... I was like, what's, uh, tell me more about these Chilean thieves. She's like, they're ghosts. They have no fingerprints and they cannot be caught. They break windows. She kind of increased the rapidity of the words coming out of her mouth. And I was a little astonished by that because I figured that was kind of a more advanced firmware update. So she surprised me. Surprised by an NPC.com. Kyle, you know what to do. Buy it. We'll turn that into an NPC discussion forum. Maybe with a video section where people can vlog about their run-ins with NPCs. Just so the people who have souls in the world can feel safe and a sense of solidarity with one another where they're like, oh, thank goodness I'm not the only one who's running into these generic dialogue trees that never lead anywhere and don't make sense and make me feel like a crazy person. There's some people out there who might think that they're batshit crazy just because they have no one to relate to. And if you haven't had that experience, welcome to the DarbyCast. Stick around because it's a really good time. But Chilean thieves breaking windows and stealing designer handbags. That's what she said. She's like, they don't steal electronics. Mainly fashionable handbags. I don't think she said fashionable. It's too many syllables for an NPC. But this was all happening on live stream and people were kind of losing it. They were like, what is happening right now in this world of ours? Chilean ghosts. And then somebody commented on the live stream and talked about the secret weapon of Chilean ghosts. And that was ghost pepper salsa. And nobody has a sturdy defense against that. And then another person in the chat chimed in with, my brother got hit in the head with a rat once. And I'm just thinking to myself, what the hell, right? Americans 
are getting it from all angles. You think it's just these illegal immigrants and these tranny teachers coming in, hoping that some kid named Bobby Turner's going to motorboat them. And that's in Canada. That's not a U.S. thing. But, you know, there's probably teachers in the U.S. that are of that school of thought. Be like, I'd love it if uh, as a man I got motorboated by a child. Boy, I hope that doesn't get taken out of context, re-edited and put on the Internet. That would be pretty dishonest of somebody to do. However, it's a mess out there. Crime is spiking. Joe Biden is still doing whatever the hell he's doing, right, Kyle? That speech of his, I didn't even get to touch upon that because we've been a bit spotty on the publishing of episodes recently, but Joe Biden's speech, or multiple speeches, rather, where he basically threatened half the American public and said, you're enemies of the state, you're terrorists, we want to kill you, and there's nothing you can do about it. If you want to step toe-to-toe with the Biden administration, you're going to need fighter jets and nukes. And never before in modern American history has a president ever said anything even in that zip code, right? Like, if you're a member of the opposing political party, expect Hellfire missiles from military equipment. So different. And it's not coming from Biden, right? Like, he wouldn't actually really be a part of it because he's not a part of a whole lot. I feel like he wears diapers. And Dr. Jill Biden, what a self-congratulatory hack she is, right? She's changing diapers. All the while, I think there are elements in the private sector as well as in government who would actually have the means and the desire to hurt Americans with weapons of war. All while saying that people's above average sporting rifles are weapons of war when they would pull up in tanks. The world in which we live is different, but I'm still finding ways to enjoy life. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Throw a frisbee to a dog. If you don't have a dog, maybe you get a dog. Maybe you're not into dogs, in which case I would encourage you to start a family, provided you're married. If you're married, then you start having a lot of unprotected sex. You, if you're a dude, you're going to become a leave-it-in guy. If you're a lady, you take a couple downstairs in your undercarriage. And the miracle of childbirth will happen at some point. How inspiring was that? How inspired do you feel just hearing that last couple sentences? My goodness. Interface with an NPC and take it for what it is. Chances are most of the time you're not going to get something as exciting as there are Chilean ghost burglars that are salsa bombing people with a spicy weapon that nobody's ever heard of, all while smashing windows and pulling designer handbags. That was a rare conversation. You don't typically get that with most NPCs. But as society halfway crumbles around you, just stay sharp. Let me encourage you to keep working on core strength, maybe a little bit of cardiovascular endurance, as well as stocking up on supplies like peanut butter, saltine crackers, ammunition, and then the firearms that go with that ammunition. 
just in case, right? Just in case the government officially declares war on the American people. And they've unofficially done it. And if people don't know that by now, they're probably an NPC. And they're thinking about the materials that are going into Frisbee manufacturing, more so than they're thinking about threats of imminent violence, their rights being taken away, opportunities to raise healthy families away from the clutches of devious sexual predators. A lot of people don't think about stuff like this. And unfortunately, I'm sorry that I have to bring that to your attention, but there's no way that you can really operate in the world unless you know where you're at, right? Let's be cartographers of our own destiny and the destinies of others around us for whom we care about deeply. But if we're going to be spiritual societal cartographers, spiritcartography.com, Kyle, go ahead and pull the trigger on that one. I don't care how much it costs. Just get it done. I will go into debt to get that. But remember, we got to know the lay of the land if we want to move forward and change lives and say, get back, pervert. Hey, felonious illegal immigrant from Chile. Don't expect to be able to loiter around this neighborhood. I know you're looking for the designer handbags, you stupid son of a bitch. Me comprendes? Give him a little Spanish Basque accent. You really do that intentional lisp. Scares the hell out of a lot of criminals from South America when they know that you have the spirit of Cortez somewhere in you. No puedes robar mi caza. ¿Me entiendes? I think I go a little too hard on the lisp, but that's scary as all hell for a low ethics Chilean who thinks that a well-to-do neighborhood is just a designer handbag party favor convention. Now let's take a huge time out and address the first-time listeners of this show who maybe right now are having a borderline panic attack and saying to themselves, I thought you just made silly internet videos. Stop making so much sense about things. What are you, a right-wing extremist? And the answer to that is no. Um, you've just potentially been inculcated with lefty nonsense, hyper-censored idiot culture for so long that you've lost sight of what common sense is. And that's okay. It's okay. It's not, but like I'm just saying it is to make you feel better. But if you're new to this show, you're going to want to stick around. Maybe you go back to the live stream and you talk a lot of crap to me and say, I listen to your podcast and it turns out that you're a jerk. Nobody's going to celebrate you for saying that. But maybe you just get some of your NPC nonsense off your chest, rattle off some really disjointed thoughts, talk about how you are a big fan of Al Gore or something, and that you have a t-shirt that has a artsy picture of Ruth Bader Ginsburg on it. Yeah, there are definitely people who would qualify this show as being dangerously right-wing, when really most of what I say is just common sense from decades past. 
You shouldn't let in illegal immigrants from incompatible cultures from really poor countries or else it might hurt your country is not exactly a right-wing position. That's just a sane, economically and culturally sound position. Me saying that the leadership class of the country wants you dead or in jail, that isn't a right-wing talking point. That's just how the average citizen is viewed by the people in power. Not wanting sexual predators to interface with children in any setting, but especially an academic one, that used to be a shared value. Or it's like, I don't, I don't think that's okay. But now you've got NPCs. An NPC Debbie's reasonably harmless. She's excited to pay her taxes and do a Pilates class. But militant political NPCs, boy, are they getting old. Can we just say it, that we have a little bit of NPC fatigue, Kyle? We're a little bit tired of the human repeater signals sticking to the script that is being blitzed at them constantly and just repeating it. Imagine working at a company right now. And chances are many of you do work at a company and you've been to a workshop with a PowerPoint presentation saying things like, relax the quality standards or else you're a white supremacist. Do shitty work or else you're a domestic terrorist. Hire incompetent people or else you're a racist. People are taking this to heart. And for the most part, it's just because they don't know any better. They don't have any good friends. They don't have a Darby cast doctor in their life to say, damn it, Debbie, you're an idiot. Everything that you tell me, everything that I've heard you say for the past three and a half years is about as solid as applesauce. What is going on inside that noggin of yours, Debbie? And then she needs to be slapped. Slapping souls into people. We know how this works. If you haven't listened to the episode, Randy Stops the Apocalypse. Kyle, check the episode number on that one. I can't remember it right at the moment. I don't want you to get a charge for slapping an NPC. Because they will lose it. They're going to short circuit. They're going to malfunction. They're going to call the police and then... When the police show up, they're going to say, I hate you. Your department deserves to be defunded. They're not even going to remember what's going on. So tread lightly. And can we get a really great software developer to develop the Randy app? Okay, Randy with an I. It's the Uber for slaps by high ethics, uh, straightforward common sense lesbians. That's what we need more than ever now. You know it and I know it. And that business idea has been on the tip of everyone's tongue for so long. And I'm happy that I had the opportunity to put it all together. Some NPCs are dangerous. That's a big takeaway for this episode. Tread lightly. Other NPCs, they're going to say really weird stuff. And you're going to wonder, who designed you? Who authored your code? And it's probably 
some low ethics dweeb from Silicon Valley who's got major power fantasies. A lot of people think right-wingers are like evil and bad and they're just crazy, tough guys. They're strong guys that do leg day. And that's true, partially. But if you think right-wing guys are an issue or middle-of-the-road guys are an issue, do you see what these lefty cowards are doing? Do you see how they've hijacked people's consciousness, turned them into NPCs and have them spouting off about Chilean ghosts rather than, I don't know, saying something like, how are you? It's good to see you again for the third time this week. We keep running into one another, and I can't say that I hate it. If she said a comment like that to me, my whole brain would explode. Out of respect. And I would know that she woke up. Wake me up inside, Kyle. Save me from the nothing I've become. Really good song, right, Kyle? I wonder if that track wakes up NPCs. They listen to it and you just give them really firm instructions. You're like, hey, NPC. And they're going to hit you with a, what? What does that mean? And you're like, Don't worry about it. Just listen to this song and like listen to it like 15 times in a row until your entire consciousness is steeped in these lyrics. Maybe that's a little bit of a homework assignment today. Listen to Bring Me to Life by Evanescence on repeat. The people who have made it this far into the episode are certainly not NPCs, but that doesn't mean we can't appreciate a great song about stuff that matters. Save me. I mean, that's an inspirational track for you today. As you go out, you find some strangers, kind of test the waters. You give them a couple chances to prove that they have a soul. And if they don't, you're like, okay, you're an NPC. And then you just pull out a Bluetooth speaker and you make hard eye contact with them in a way that is piercing, but also really compassionate. And you say, hey, NPC, you dipshit, bring me life. And if they wake up after that, give them a kiss, right? You don't necessarily have to, but like you'll be able to read the situation if it feels right. You wake up an NPC and you just give them a quick little peck. I think the biggest takeaway from this episode, if we're being honest, is that this episode should be shared with a lot of people in a group text. You send it to somebody, a lot of people, especially people who wouldn't appreciate it at all maybe some NPC or NPC-adjacent style thinkers where their thoughts are really basic, they struggle with abstraction, don't have big imaginations, you send them this to rustle their jimmies and see if they, like, wake up. And I know it's astonishing that there's still some people in the world who have objectively no idea what's going on, like what the problems are. There are people who wake up and look themselves in the mirror and they're like, there's not enough black machinists named Reggie and that's it. And it's like, you could have said there weren't enough black machinists. That still wouldn't have made sense. But you took it a step further and you said named Reggie. And now we're in really uncharted waters. Same person looks himself in the mirror or herself. 
The patriarchy's evil. Oh, you mean the system that created unprecedented amounts of wealth and prosperity that gives you the rights and the technology to express the insane views that you do? Oh, just that? You idiot. My goodness. But send this to somebody who's a dipshit. Or send it to somebody who just needs a breath of fresh air. Maybe they've been feeling a little bit isolated, a little bit alone, and like they don't have anyone on their team, but they get this episode and all of a sudden they're like, wait, you do live streams pretty much every morning and there's a podcast where you tell great stories and also look at things in a circumspect way, but occasionally zoom in and see what's really going on? The answer to that is yeah. The answer to that is yes. But that's going to do it. That's DarbyCast for you. Wildcard Friday. You enjoy the rest of your day, but certainly send this to 50% people who would love it, 50% people who would really hate it. Like this is going to wreck their whole week. And remember, we're not doing that to them. We're doing that for them. We're saying, welcome to the world of people with good ideas, coherent thoughts, and sturdy spirits. Okay, enjoy the rest of your day. That's Darby Cast for you.